Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. So it's been a while since our last episode. It's actually been since November of 2018, but it's not without good reason. We're actually a lot of good reasons that we haven't been able to put out the podcast. Uh, I've been very disappointed that I haven't been able to put out the podcast, but there's just been so many other things with me being a trainer and running the company and being an adjunct professor, and most importantly, being a husband and a father, that I've had to put the podcast on the back burner for a while. Luckily, it just turned out that I actually have about half an hour here alone at the house by myself this evening, and I'm done all of my training for the day with all my clients. I do have some stuff that I have to prepare for tonight for the classes that I'm teaching at the community college tomorrow, but I had this little sliver of time that I was able to find for the podcast. So it made me really excited because it was something I really wanted to share with you all of uh, some tips for gaining or losing weight and how you can kind of view them as the same, just uh, in which direction you're headed. But the tips I'm going to give you will help you either lose weight or gain weight, depending on what your goal is. So a quick explanation of what's kept me busy uh, this past, uh, well, entire year has been really busy, but more so the past five months I haven't been able to do a podcast. Uh, Starting in the beginning of 2018, when I switched to just being a personal trainer instead of being uh, an assistant director as I was uh, back in 2017 and before that, I started out with a, a decent amount of clients and I just kept adding clients and adding sessions and finding openings and filling slots. So now I really don't have any openings right now. I'm really sorry for those of you who have, have tried to book like uh, fitness assessments with me or just one or two sessions here and there for me to get you started with stuff. Um, I wish I had more time, um, but it is nice to have my schedule filled up from when I get in there until, until when I leave. There's really no downtime, which is great because tra- trainers do not get paid for downtime. So I come in, uh, a lot of mornings I'll come in at like 8.30 or 9. I train all the way until I give myself about 20 minutes for lunch. Then I'll train again until I give myself about an hour to work out, maybe a little bit more if I have a little more time, and then get cleaned up have my next clients or three or four clients, and then uh, I head home for the day. On the days that I teach at Frederick Community College, I come in 8 or 8.30 in the morning, train all the way until I leave the Y at 1.30, and then I head over to Frederick Community College. I teach one course. I squeeze a workout in in between that and the next course. I teach that next course, and then I go home after that. So you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going from like 7.30 in the morning until 8.30 at night. So obviously, when I get home, I want to spend time with my family. I haven't really had time to do a whole lot else on those days. Uh, And then with uh, Straight Shot, we launched Straight Shot Strongman in January of 2019. And Andrew Presnell has been awesome with leading that. He is the, uh, the coach who was on the last podcast back in November who helped train all of us for that our first strongman competition. He helped me get ready for my second strongman competition, which I did back in January. I actually competed as um, just under – I weighed 199 for that. That's actually a little bit of what this episode is about today. But I competed as a middleweight, which I never thought I would compete as. And Andrew helped me get ready for that. And uh, he's been doing just – an incredible job programming for Straight Shot Strongman. So it's been awesome to have him take over that part. Uh, I helped put out the emails, of course, still for that, and I'm still putting out the weekly training emails for regular Straight Shot, still handling the social media, still handling the website, 
I'm working with the athletes throughout the week when they have questions. Uh, we're getting more and more people on the program, which is awesome. A lot of people from different fitness levels, different backgrounds. Um, it's really cool to see uh, people enjoying this style of training because this is what I'm really passionate about is getting this, uh, this training style that I've worked for a long time to put together out to as many people as possible just to ex- experience it and uh, to give me feedback on how I can make it better for everybody. So taking all that into consideration, it's kept me super busy, uh, but I am very glad to be back with you all for this episode and hopefully what I'm going to try to do going forward is do uh, shorter episodes so as I have little uh, thoughts on training styles or experiences or stories or things like that to share with you all I'll be doing these you know 10 15 20 minute podcasts rather than these longer ones that just take longer to produce uh, I would love to do more interviews I'm trying to figure out a quick way to do those because that just takes a lot of time to coordinate schedules with somebody, and I want to make sure that their story uh, gets told to you all in a way that um, uh, I, I just don't want to condense it so that they end up you know, feeling rushed to tell their story or, or be open with you all or us get into the kinds of questions that you all might have about you know their personal fitness journeys with the interviews that we've done before. So um, right now, I'm not sure exactly how I could do interviews. Maybe you'll have some ideas. You can give them to me, but um, I would love to do more interviews. I just had to figure out a way to do it, or I figure out a, t- a time to do it as well. So uh, we're going to get into what we're going to talk about today, and that is gaining or losing weight, how they're almost the same if you look at them uh, from the standpoint of the type of work that you have to do to move the scale up or down. So these are things that I learned going from weighing 179 at the end of October to weighing 200 pounds at the end of December. Now, all of 2018, I had made a decision to, I wanted to weigh more than I've ever weighed. And it was just a personal goal I had for myself. I wanted to try to to do something I hadn't done before. And I had the number 200 in my mind, but I didn't know exactly if I was going to hit it or not. So I kind of kept it more, more quiet. Like I just told everybody, I wanted to gain more weight than I had before. I might shoot for 190. In the back of my mind, I thought I want to weigh 200 pounds. And I wanted to do it before I turned 30. I turned 30 April 25th uh, of this year coming up. So um, this was kind of my, my last chance to try to hit 200 before I turned 30. So I got up to about 185 before the competition that we did back in October. And after that, uh, well, actually, I got to 185 for the competition that I cut down so I could be under 181 to compete as a lightweight. And uh, I weighed 179 at competition. And then right after the competition, I decided to make a run at 200 because I thought, wow, I went from, you know, just over 170 in January 2018. I gained, you know, those 15 pounds. It took me a really long time to do it because uh, I was doing it very slowly. And I, you know, kind of got off track because it was just hard to eat that much all the time. So once I hit that, you know, 185, and I dropped down. I thought, you know what? I, if I really push, I can hit 200. So I went for it, and I uh, I did a lot of things that I had hadn't tried before. And that is actually my first tip for you when it comes to gaining or losing weight. So tip number one is to do something you've never done before. You might have to try something you've never tried before. So in terms of gaining weight, for me, that meant. Uh, eating more than I've ever eaten before, changing my training style around, uh, cutting out cardio because I was just, I was burning too many calories by doing even conditioning one day a week. 
Um, I would play racquetball uh, here and there, just kind of stay moving. But for the most part, I tried to burn calories. I tried to burn as few calories as possible. And when it came to my diet, I totally changed it. I went from eating, you know, chicken and rice and vegetables stuff like that for lunch to I just ate beef and rice for lunch. I ate uh, like it was like roast beef and rice. We're talking like half a pound of beef and two cups of rice drenched in like beef broth. And then for breakfast, I would eat like two cups of rice and four eggs. And for uh, a meal right after my workout, I would eat like six ounces of ground beef and two two large sweet potatoes. And then for dinner, whatever Rachel made for dinner, I would just eat a lot of it. And then for uh, snacks, both my like morning snack and evening snack, I just increased the quantity of ingredients in, like if I was making a smoothie or something like that. Uh, I was trying to just sneak calories in where, where I could. Uh, I was even putting rice cereal, like cream of rice cereal. I was putting that in my smoothies. Uh, I was just, I didn't even start taking protein. Actually, I didn't take whey protein at all during that bulking cycle. I was just eating just as much meat and eggs and drinking as much milk and eating Greek yogurt as, as for that for my protein. And my carbs were, were through the roof. I was taking in 520 grams of carbohydrates a day, which I'll pause for the keto people to stand back up after falling over. But yeah, taking in 520 grams of carbohydrates, uh, I was putting on muscle fast. Uh, I was also putting on body fat, and that's uh, another point that we'll get down to in a second. But um, just when you put on mass, you put on mass. When you first start out training, you can gain muscle mass without gaining body fat. You can even gain some muscle mass while you're losing body fat when you first start out. Once you've been training for a while, though, it's pretty much one or the other. You're either gaining everything or you're losing everything. The goal of gaining is you want to gain as much muscle with gaining as little fat as possible. The, gain of, the goal of losing weight is you want to lose as much fat as possible and try to minimize your muscle losses when you lose weight. So uh, I tried a lot of things I hadn't tried before when it came to uh, to gaining weight. I changed, I changed my training style up. I went super high volume, meaning lots of sets, uh, moderate amount of reps, but I also kept stuff heavy because I wanted to keep my strength up as I was still you know, wanting to get better at strongman. And I knew I had a competition coming up in January. So I, I really pushed myself outside my comfort zone. Um, it was very uncomfortable weighing that much. And uh, in order to hit 200, I had to do something I hadn't done before. So our next point, though, is what I... I kind of alluded to earlier when I said I gained I gained body fat. I definitely gained a lot, a lot more body fat than I would have liked to have gained. And I know some of you all noticed it. And thank you for being gentle with me because, like, I definitely put on some solid thickness in the midsection to, to hit 200. Put on a lot of muscle, but I put on a lot of body fat too. Not a ton, but uh, just more than I was used to walking around with, that's all. Uh, but what kind of helped comfort me throughout gaining that weight and having people say like, whoa, like you're really beefing up. I had a, an older lady come up to me and say, wow, your wife must be a great cook. You're starting to get fat. And it just made me laugh. And the reason why I laughed is because nothing's concrete when it comes to your body. Well, almost nothing is concrete when it comes to your body. Like if you get like you know, your arm chopped off or something. It's not, you might not have that arm anymore. But when it comes to gaining and losing weight, it's different. People act like it's this sentence of like, oh, I gained weight. Yes, I'm just gonna, you know, have this body fat now. Or I lost weight uh, and I lost the strength. I guess I'm just gonna be, you know, smaller and weaker now. This stuff isn't concrete. When it comes to gaining and losing weight, you need to be okay with not having abs when it comes to gaining weight. 
And you need to be okay with losing some strength when it comes to losing weight. And that was hard to wrap my mind around at first about this being uh, you know, a temporary thing. And then once I saw how easy it was, once I got going with it to like, once I hit 190, that last 10 pounds didn't seem like it was that, it came on that, that hard. Going from 185 to 190 seemed harder to me than going from 190 to 200. Because once I kind of got in the groove of it, like, yep, I need to eat as much as I can. Every meal is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. I'm going to be full all the time. I'm going to make good friends with the people at Taco Bell. They're going to know me on a first name basis. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put on some body fat, but you know what? I can lose it. And the same thing happened is going to happen to me right now. Now that I'm losing the weight, I'm already down almost 10 pounds. And uh, I just know my lifts are going to go down a little bit. And I need to be okay with that. Uh, I'm going to be competing in a smaller weight class coming up in the next competition. So, yeah, my, my lifts are going to go down. But I came in sixth place in my last competition, which is way better than I did in the competition before as a lightweight. So I did okay as a middleweight in this last competition. And this competition coming up, I'm going to be a lightweight. So if I can hold on to you know, most of my strength, I might be able to be competitive at the next competition as a lightweight. So, But I know I'm going to lose some strength. And that's just something i got to be okay with. So next tip is... Your body is not set in concrete with it losing weight or gaining weight. You can you can make adjustments once you hit your goal one way or the other. It's, it's something you can always change. So that's our second tip there. Uh, tip number three, and this is going to get controversial because this is not a popular, well, it's a popular topic the opposite way right now, but tip number three, love your carbs. Love your carbs because they make for better workouts. So... Keto is super popular right now, uh, intermittent fasting is really popular now, and then keto and intermittent fasting is really popular right now, people combining those, because uh, they really feel like being in pain, but uh, if you want to do that as a diet, the only reason keto works is because you're creating a caloric deficit, you're totally cutting out carbohydrates, it's not doing anything magical in your body, um, it has been proven to be useful in cancer patients to stop the growth of cancer cells. So I will say, you know, if you're using it as a, as a cancer treatment, go for it because there's, you know, there's lots of things you're going to have to do to try to um, uh, slow the cells uh, growth and keto is one of the ways of slowing cancer cell growth. So I'm not going to judge you if you're doing it for that. If you're going to do it for um, health reasons or for dieting or you want to get shredded or something, that's where we can have a little bit of a debate because when you are doing higher intensity mechanical work, which is lifting weights. If we're saying low intensity work, we're talking walking, like jogging on elliptical or something like that. But if you're doing anything with lifting weights or circuits or sprinting or anything that's the kind of stuff that you all typically do with me when you train with me, your body is running on carbohydrates. And we know this because there's this thing called the respiratory quotient where we have on one end of the scale, uh, you have your body burning all fat. On the other end of the scale, you have your burning your body burning all carbohydrates as a fuel source for that activity. So in a lab, they would measure you doing activity and collect how much oxygen you were using and how much carbon dioxide was coming out. And from that, we can tell which fuel you're burning because uh, you typically burn fat uh, in lower intensity activities where you are using oxygen to help you convert that fat into usable fuel. In higher intensity exercise, you're not able to to burn the fat 
because there's not enough oxygen present, so you're burning things anaerobically. And anaerobic pathways, anaerobic metabolic pathways, prefer glucose or carbohydrates as a fuel source. So we can tell pretty definitively what you're burning depending on uh, what this respiratory quotient is. So typically, everybody's burning kind of a mixture depending on what activity you're doing. The higher intensity activity gets, the more carbs you're burning. The lower the intensity is, the more fat you're burning. Well, if you're in the gym and you're lifting weights and you're doing the things that is going to help you build muscle mass and keep muscle mass, your body needs carbohydrates for that. Now, if you want to go lower carb or if you're dieting and you really like, you know, Pop-Tarts or, or macaroni and cheese or something like that, high-carbohydrate meals is kind of treats when you're dieting, just put them around your workouts before your workout or after your workout so your body can use those as fuel. For me, even when I'm dieting, I keep my meals before and after my workout still very high-carbohydrate. When I was trying to gain weight, it was all about carbohydrates. Your body can only do so much with the protein coming in. If you keep on just pumping protein into your body, it's going to store it as fat or it's going to try to eliminate it. It just, it can't, or it's going to use it as fuel. It can't just keep like layering down new muscle. When it comes to carbohydrates though, they're going to keep your body from ever needing to burn anything other than carbohydrates. So that means the fat that's coming into your body is used for you to manufacture um, hormones. It's used for um, cell regeneration. It's used for uh, protection of your organs. Obviously, some of it's going to be stored. Your carbohydrates are being used for fuel. That's all they need to be used for when they're coming in. And your protein that's coming in, you're able to use to make new muscle. So if your carbohydrates are high enough whenever you're gaining weight, uh, I actually kept my protein and my fat pretty much the same. I would bump up the fat a little bit here and there, but I just kept bumping up the carbs. When I would stop gaining weight, I would just add carbs. When I stopped gaining weight, I would just add carbs. And I was able to get up to 200 pounds, and my, my performance in the gym was uh, like I was able to move more weight than I've ever moved on a lot of different lifts uh, just from having great workouts because I was fueled correctly and having great workouts because I had more muscle mass than my body had had before. When it comes to dieting, you still need those carbohydrates. You still want to have good enough performances in the gym that your body has a reason to keep the muscle when you're dieting. So if you're losing weight and you're not lifting, you're doing a ton of cardio or you are lifting and your lips are going down and you're having to lift less and less because you're so tired because you're, you're coming at the gym either not eating any carbohydrates or very low carbohydrates, you're going to get weaker and as a result, your body is going to think, well, if we're moving less weight, then I don't need to hang on to this muscle because he or she is not using this muscle. So uh, bodies don't like to hang on to things they don't need. So if it has... Uh, an inkling that you're not using this muscle mass for something, then it's going to say, hey, let's go ahead and, and just break this down because we're not using it. We can use this as fuel. So that's why you got to love your carbs, even when you're losing weight. Carbohydrates are your friend. They are not the enemy. They're not going to cause diabetes. They're not going to cause heart disease in and of themselves. Diabetes, uh, heart disease, all of those things that people associate only with carbohydrates. You could also associate with too many car or too, too much fat. You could also associate it with too much protein. It's too many calories total. So uh, whenever you're going to plan out your macronutrients, carbohydrates should still be your main macronutrient, even if that means you're eating 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein, which is still a lower carbohydrate diet. For me, typically, when I'm dieting, I'm eating like 50% of my calories from carbohydrates, 
um, like 25 from fat, 25 from protein. Right now, it's more like 20 from fat, 30 from protein, 50 from carbs, percentage-wise. Um, the grams, I won't bore you with that, but um, the, I, we typically figure it out by figuring out what grams of what you need when it comes to carb, fat, and protein. And then depending on your activity level, we give you more or less carbs. But we still make sure that our athletes are fueled correctly for the types of workouts that we're putting them through. So that is tip number three. Tip number four, you are what you absorb. So people will say a lot, you are what you eat. It's not true. You are what you absorb. So I've eaten diets up to 4,300 calories before. I did it once two years ago. I was taking in 4,300 calories and I got up to 182. And I was like, I will never weigh more than 182 because I cannot eat more than than 4,300 calories. Here's a little secret about the diet that I just did to get to 200 pounds. I ate 4,300 calories. So now that's not going to make sense at first because you all hear me talk all the time about, you know, a caloric balance. If you're taking in more than you need, you're going to gain weight. If you have a deficit, you're going to lose weight. So if I had, if I was taking in 4,300 calories at 182, how am I still taking in the same amount weighing 200 and maintaining that muscle mass? Well, it's because when I weighed 182 and I was taking in 4,300 calories, my body was not absorbing all of those calories. When I was taking in 4,300 calories weighing 200, my body was definitely absorbing those calories. So now it's not just about you know, how many, what your macros are, your carbs, fats, your protein, and what your calories are. It's also what types of food you're eating. Are these foods easily absorbed? So here's where it's going to get kind of weird when it comes to gaining. And it's going to be counterintuitive for a lot of you if you're trying to lose weight. But I did not want to eat a lot of fiber because fiber was going to keep me from absorbing those carbohydrates and proteins and fats in those meals. It was going to push them through me. Not to be give like too much information here, but I was using the bathroom a lot when I weighed 182, eating 4,300 calories, and I was using the bathroom a normal amount when I was eating 4,300 calories and I weighed 200 pounds because my body wasn't trying to eliminate all this food that it wasn't using. It was using all the fu- all the food that came in either as fuel or it was doing something with it if it was car if it was uh, fat or protein. So. With my carbohydrates, I tried to keep them lower fiber. I ate a lot of white rice. It was easily absorbed by the body. Uh, beef has more micronutrients in it than chicken, so I got all of my, my B vitamins from the beef that I was eating. I was eating a lot of ground beef because it was just easier to, to digest in my post-workout meals. I didn't eat that much chicken. Chicken is actually a little harder for your body to break down. You end up eliminating um, a lot of it, which is when you're dieting is, is okay. When you're trying to gain weight, you want to try to keep all of those calories inside your body doing something. Uh, as for vegetables, I was only eating like spinach and peppers, maybe some tomatoes, uh, any leafy greens, stuff like that. And I was putting them in a blender and I was either putting them in a blender or putting them in a juicer and I was drinking most of my vegetables because I didn't want to waste uh, the, the space in my stomach on things like broccoli and cauliflower and salad and high fiber vegetables. I tried to eat as low fiber vegetables as I could, which again I know is weird. You wouldn't want to do this if you were on a diet because you want to steer more towards those high fiber things that are going to help you stay fuller in between meals. But... This concept of you are what you absorb, that is true for both gaining weight and for losing weight. So 
If you're losing weight and you're finding that you are going to the bathroom a ton, you have like discomfort in your stomach or in your intestines, bloating, gas, things like that, you might want to look at your diet and, and see there's something you're not absorbing correctly. Maybe you need to to pull out, you know, a lot some of those whole grains and even switch them for some white rice and just see if it makes you feel better around your workouts. I can't do whole grains around my workouts. I used to do sweet potatoes before my workouts. Too much fiber. It made me bloated. I used to do uh, like a long time ago. Gosh, I would do like salads for lunch. I would work out right after that. Back when I ate like a rabbit, like when I was a runner. And that was uh, that made me uncomfortable. I had to find something different. And I found something that worked for me. I found white rice works really well before my workouts because it's, it's easily absorbed. So you are what you absorb, not what you eat. This goes for both gaining and losing weight. For gaining weight, you want to absorb as much as possible. For losing weight, you want to stay full in between meals. Yes, you want to make sure you get enough fiber. You want to make sure you always you, you want to make sure you get enough um, of your micronutrients like your vitamins, your minerals, phyto, uh, phytonutrients, things like that. But you want to make sure that you're having good workouts. So if you're not absorbing something, you're having bloating or gas, something like that, I would take a look at what you're eating and make sure that you can really place a high emphasis on the quality foods that your body needs to fuel those workouts to make sure that you're, you're not going to be losing everything you've worked for uh, when you start losing weight. All right, so that was tip number four. Tip number five, recovery is paramount. I tried to sleep as much as I possibly could. Obviously, I don't sleep as much as I used to now. Uh, and by that, I mean like I sleep like 7 hours, 15 minutes to 7 hours and 30 minutes a night when I used to sleep like 8, which I know everyone's like mad at me because, yes, I do have a 2-year-old. He just We've been blessed that he sleeps incredibly well. So I still get a lot of sleep being a new dad. So I know some people probably already turned this off after hearing me say that, but um, we're blessed that Wes sleeps really, really well. Uh, but when it came to my recovery, uh, I tried to keep myself as hydrated as possible. I tried to make sure that I, you know, did uh, some mobility and things like that. If I was really tight, I would use the muscle stim machine. If my muscles were super, super sore, I uh, would use like um, we have essential oils and diffusers. If I felt like at all like I was starting to get a cold or something, I would start popping Zycam and do like a nasal rinse. And uh, we would have the essential oils pumping through the house and just everything to make sure that I, I didn't get sick. Because when your body is trying to recover from workouts and you have a cold, it is impossible for your body to recover correctly from those because your immune system is lowered because of your, your fighting off this illness. So your body is going to do the thing it needs to do uh, that's more important to it. And that is get rid of these germs or this virus or whatever that's in your body. And it's going to get, take recovery of your muscles. Is going to give that a back seat. So you've got to stay healthy. You've got to stay well when it comes to um, making sure you recover from these workouts correctly. And this goes for both gaining or losing weight. You have to recover correctly from your workouts. Your workouts are only as good as the ones that you can recover from. So if you're constantly sore, you're always drained, you're always tired, you're not sleeping enough, uh, maybe you need to stop dieting for a little bit, bring your calories back up, and let your body actually recover from these workouts by giving what it needs to recover. Uh, when it comes to how long you're working out, if you're still getting drained, uh, both gaining or losing weight. If you're drained after your workouts and you feel like you can't recover from it, maybe you need to shorten your workouts up. Maybe you need to try to go to bed just a little bit earlier because sleep is the best thing you can do for yourself for gaining or losing weight. Resets your hormones. It helps, which also control your hunger throughout the day. It helps you... Uh, 
maintain muscle mass if you're cutting or losing weight. It helps you gain muscle mass if you're gaining weight. Sleep is just, it's paramount. So recovery is paramount. That is our fifth key here. Uh, And then number six, building and maintaining muscle can occur in most rep ranges provided you go hard enough. So when it comes to gaining or losing weight, it's all about either preserving muscle mass or building muscle mass. Everybody typically thinks you lift heavy when you want to gain weight, you lift light when you want to lose weight. So hypertrophy or a muscle gaining size occurs in almost all repetition ranges. So all the way from like three reps up to, you know, 15 reps, you're going to be I'm getting attacked by a cat behind me. Um, You're going to be gaining uh, muscle mass or preserving that muscle mass provided you go until that last rep is a struggle with good form. So hypertrophy can occur if you're doing three reps or if you're doing 15 reps. Now, if you want to maintain your strength, you need to stick to the bottom of that scale. So we're talking threes, fives, up to maybe eight, maybe 10 reps. If you're trying to build some endurance, or if you just like lifting more repetitions or you don't like lifting heavy, then you can go like uh, 6s, 8s, 10s, 12s, maybe up to 15s on those. So it's the hypertrophy that, that you are looking for, depending on what your goals are, if they're strength or if they're endurance, you can kind of slide towards one end or the other of that scale. So that's that, uh, that sixth key there. So that's more of a programming thing than a diet thing. I know we're talking more about the diet here, but that's something that I learned personally on what I call my road to 200 because I was doing a lot of strongman stuff and I was lifting in low repetition ranges towards the end of my, uh, when I went from 190 to 200, that last 10 pounds, I was doing straight shot strongman. I was following the programming ahead of what we were launching to our athletes so I could, uh, you know, see what I was going to be, you know, promoting. And I, I just love Andrew's programming. I wanted to experience it myself because uh, I was too excited before it went out to the rest of our athletes. And that helped me gain that last 10 pounds. I was doing, you know, ones, twos, three reps on some things, and all the way up to. There were days where he would have me do 250 repetitions of a tricep exercise, and I was doing like 10 sets of 25 with a light band, and uh, I was still gaining muscle doing all that stuff. So yes, it's important to have a, a structured plan when you're gaining or losing weight, but just whatever it is, the program will work if you are consistent and if you go hard enough. Obviously, it's going to work better if it's more thought out or well-programmed, which is why you guys should check out Andrew's Strongman program if you want to get really strong. But as long as you're going hard every time you come in the gym and you're not wasting time when you're in there, you're not lifting such light weights that you're not fatigued when you set them down, as long as you're leaving a little bit sore and you're a little bit sore the next day, you don't have to be sore to gain muscle, but um, it definitely lets you know if you went hard enough or not. As long as you're doing all of that, you're either going to be building or building or maintaining muscle uh, provided you're in either a caloric surplus if you want to gain muscle and you're in a caloric deficit if you're dieting. And in that case, you want to try to maintain as much muscle as you can by lifting and making sure to keep those carbs in there. You're going to want those carbs. And last one here, and this was the biggest one for me, be patient. Whether you're gaining weight or losing weight, you have got to be patient. It's not a process that's going to happen in a week. It's not even going to happen in a month. It's not even going to happen in two months or three months. If you have a big goal, you've got to be patient. You're going to see maybe some small changes here and there. Uh, over the course of weeks, you'll see some bigger changes. But if you're trying to go from, you're trying to gain, I gained 21 pounds between the end of October and December. Uh, there were times where I started getting patient and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to stop. 
I hit 190, I think I'm going to stop. You know what? I hit 195, I think I'm going to stop. Actually, by the time I hit 190, I was like, you know what? I'm just, I have to hit 200 now. I wanted to hit it so quickly. I was just done with weighing that much. Uh, when it comes to losing weight, man, it's really easy to get impatient there because uh, you're, you know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you see, oh, I have, I have body fat. I can't see my abs. You know, this is, this is depressing. <laughs> First of all, like I said earlier, when it comes to say, comes to being okay with not having abs, abs are not like the be all end all of fitness. It just means that you don't have body fat on your midsection. It doesn't have anything to do with being athletic or how much you can lift or how fast you are uh, or how attractive you are. It's just they're just bumps on your stomach. It's kind of an arbitrary thing that people are like the abs are the holy grail of fitness, but. Um, I understand that some people want to have abs and you're not going to see them overnight. You're not going to see them even in a two week time. You might see a little bit of an outline or something like that, but you've got to be patient and find things that are going to help you stay patient by setting some smaller goals. Like when you're gaining weight, just give yourself, uh, some strength numbers to hit. So if you get stuck, if you get stuck with your weight and you just really focus on gaining some more strength or maybe bumping up your calories a little bit, you're going to see that your weight's going to come on. When it comes to losing weight, if you can make some goals like, hey, I want to, um, you might have like a running goal or something. I want to be able to run 800 meters in uh, under three minutes or something. As you work towards something like that, you'll probably also see your weight drop. Uh, If your goal is, uh, hey, I want to bench press my body weight 10 times while you're losing weight. That might be something that kind of helps you stay patient and not focus so much on the weight necessarily, but focus on some other goals outside that along with it. Because when you get focused right on the weight itself, it gets really hard to stay patient. You almost need to kind of block out, even though that's your end goal is you know what you're going to weigh, what your body fat is, one way or the other. If you can make some other goals in between there, I found that was super helpful for me. Uh, so I wasn't so focused on the fact that, you know, I've been 193 for two weeks now and it's not budging and I can't eat anymore. (laughs) So be patient. Uh, And that's, I mean, that counts for, that's everything. You know, you got to be patient when you want to get stronger, faster, leaner, bigger, better in a sport. It's just, you got to be patient. And I know it kind of sounds like a dumb key because everybody knows that you have to be patient when you need to, you know, accomplish something, but it's, it's something you have to tell yourself. I had to tell myself to be patient. Even though it's easy for me to tell my clients, it was difficult for me to tell myself, be patient, uh, be okay with putting on some body fat. Um, you know, this is something you've never done before. You're going to have to do something you haven't done before. Uh, nothing's concrete. You know, you're going to gain some body fat. You can just lose it. Uh, keep those carbs up. Um, you know, make sure you're absorbing your food. Uh, make sure your recovery is on point. And keep reminding myself of those points that we talked about today uh, so I could help myself stay more patient with that. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, If you would like to leave us a rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on currently, that would be awesome. If you want to check out Straight Shot, the functional fitness program, or our new Strongman program, which is awesome. We're super excited to have Andrew programming that for us. You can check those out at straightshottraining.com. We are also on Instagram as at Straight Shot Training. You can find us on Facebook. And as of this past weekend, you can now find us on Snapchat. Our handle is at Straight Shot 17 because we started in 2017. And our handle on Twitter is straight underscore shot 17 if you uh, want to follow us on Twitter.
and we're posting different stuff on all of those different platforms and uh, you all can tell us what you like, um, what you don't like on each of those platforms and what you want to see, depending on which platforms you like to use. So, Thank you so much again for listening and have a great week, everybody. 